Welcome to the pre-match, a podcast delivered to your ears every weekend of the footballing season, and the footballing season has begun it in fan style. I am Graham Bailey, football journalist. You can catch me at Graham Bailey. I just couldn't even remember my own login there, Craig. And Craig, <laughs> and Craig is Craig at underscore Honeyman, football agent and maestro. Craig still sunning himself abroad. How are you doing, Craig? Yeah, greetings from the United Arab Emirates, where the weather is hot. 44 degrees to be at Graham. Can you believe that? 44 degrees. I think it's even more shocking. It's 33 on the Costa del Tea side, Craig. That's more, <laughs> I think that's more yeah, surprising, yeah. to be honest. Correct. Um, Correct. So the footballing season's begun, Craig. I know you got to see uh, quite a bit of the action on your yep. travels, as probably more than I did actually. I was at Nottingham Forest versus Newcastle. We'll get into that, Craig. So, yeah, the Premier League is here. The Championship is here. So let's let's look back um, a bit at that Premier Premier League opening weekend, Craig. Um, and and let's look at who who needs what to do to do what. We've still got what three weeks of the window left. Did that change our mind on anyone, Craig? Who who was your standout performance, and and if so, did it change your mind on what they need to do? Was there any um, particular shocks for you in that? Yeah, I think the the, the Brighton game, Graham, was the the one for me. Um, I think it was the the standout performance of the weekend. Going to Old Trafford and uh, putting a pin in the Eric yeah. Ten Hag revolution. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll we'll come we'll come back to Manu then, Craig. We'll do a yeah, bit of, we'll yeah. do a bit of conversation on him. So start, uh, starting on, I think for me the standout to Arsenal looked very good. Craig against Palace, not a yeah. major not a major surprise really. No. Um, Man City looked looked good. Haaland getting his two was Spurs. Spurs looked good, but I think we both predicted they would massively overcome Southampton anyway. I think we, would yeah. have, I think we we're both very close on that score prediction. Uh, Chelsea got a good win at Everton. Bournemouth very good win over Villa, who were amazingly disappointing. But and and yeah, massively and That's one team we touch on, Craig. In turn, we we let's touch on Villa 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 a little bit then. This is a t- teams who still need to do something, Craig. And, and I haven't spoken to you about this, but Villa, we said start of summer, and after I'd seen them. Failed to beat City on last day of the season. Steven Gerrard was furious with Watkins and Ings for missing chances. We've known for six to eight weeks that Villa need a striker. Why yeah. haven't they, and, and I don't imagine you, you've changed your tune. I haven't changed my career. Why haven't they done that? I don't know. I, I, I think it's, it's difficult to get a real top quality one in. To attract a top quality one to Aston Villa, it can't be easy. Um, they won't be, let's be honest, they won't be top of anyone's list. Um, in terms of the clubs that, uh, that are competing in the Premier League, uh, if the, the, the level of striker they want, they'll be competing with United, Arsenal, Tottenham. Um, and who would you rather go to at this stage? You'd rather go to any of those clubs than, uh, than, than Villa at this stage. That might change in two, three years' time, Graham. But right now, I think that's part of the problem. I think they need to find a halfway house and, and find somebody that's better than what they have, but not quite the standard that they're looking for. If that makes sense, They've yeah, find, uh, totally, I, I do see that, Craig. Because obviously, you have got Ings, Watkins, and Ings, who are good Premier League players, but I wouldn't call them top. They're probably top six, top eight Premier League players. They're not top four players, are they? So I no. think I so so yeah, I can see that he wants a top four striker, doesn't he? And as you've yes. said, they're, they're not easy to come by. So yeah, you can see that as well. There's no need to waste money on players. Not waste money, that's the wrong word. There's no point in spending money on players who don't improve you. And so, yeah, I'm not going to go backwards. I do say that, Craig. There's no point in spending if you don't improve. So there is there is that aspect of it as well, Craig. Um, of, of the others, Craig, we saw Leeds slightly fortunate getting the better of Wolves. But yeah, and they're still, they're, again, they're looking for a striker still. But let's, 
look at Fulham slightly. Yeah, well, 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 yeah Fulham. So, so I watched the Fulham. Game yeah, game, I, right? obviously, one to be fair, Craig, it's a bit we're a bit biased in this. Mitro, one of our favourite players. Everyone loves yeah. it. If we, other podcasts might be surprised by Mitro, but hey, we we love him. We always have. We we yeah. didn't. I don't. The only thing I doubted, Craig, was without Wilson, where was the ammunition coming from? But no, yeah. fair fair play at Fulham with that team. Tete, we didn't have the new defenders in. Um, wonderful start from Michael Silvers, man. Yeah, I the same girl. I, I I thought Fulham played with an intensity that that Liverpool didn't. And I spoke, I spoke to a to a number of Liverpool fans when I was watching the game. I, I watched it in a bar, um, and I, I, I commented to them about the the lack of intensity in in the in the Liverpool team, which was very Liverpool like. Mm. Um, and I said, you know, the, the, did did they put too much effort into the Community Shield, um, where they they, they ran over. Manchester City, but did that take a lot of their legs going into the Fulham game? Um, and, and I thought it was a really poor performance yeah. uh, by any kind of Liverpool standard. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not devaluing Fulham's hard work, endeavour, and, and intensity. Oh no! For, for, for Fulham to get some other game, Liverpool did have to be below the rest. You know. I think a player who isn't getting the run he deserves in the minute, Craig, I think on the back of that, you saw Milner coming in, you saw Tiago get injured. I think now is the time for Curtis Jones at Liverpool. I love him as a player, and I think I think we might see him getting a bit of a run. And I, I love him. I think he might be, and I think he's a big reason why Liverpool haven't really dipped into that market yet. I love him. I, I really hope that he gets a run soon, Craig. With the injury to Thiago, he might get one. Yeah, do you know? I think they'll give that role to Graham, and it's not his most accomplished position. I, I think Harvey Elliott will get the opportunity to play in there. Oh, head, yeah, Harvey Elliott yeah. has just signed a new contract um, as we're recording, yeah. Craig. So much richly deserved. And to be, I don't have a problem with that. I just think, I think, uh, I see Elliott more further forward. I think Jones is a bit more assured with his passing, personally. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I, I think they need a world class midfield player in there, Liverpool. I, I, I genuinely, I just, I, they've got they've got an unbelievable squad of players. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I think the midfield is the one area they're lacking, unless unless they're going to nail the colours to the mast with either a, a Curtis Jones, a Harvey Elliott, mm. or a, or a, 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 a Fabio Cavallio. Uh, that's that's the other one that they've signed, who we both know about his his qualities. And he's very Coutinho esque, isn't he? May, maybe he'll get a run. It'll be interesting, Graham, because either they need to sign someone or or give one of these lads the opportunity yeah. to. to and I, I, I don't, I don't think Cavani plays centrally at the moment. We know he can, Craig, but I think in pre-season, yeah. in the ninety-min games, he played on the right. But yeah, I think obviously the will Liverpool are going to be in the, the Jude Bellingham stakes this time next year, yeah. I, I, and the Declan Rice stakes as well, probably. So it, I think in the meantime, well, yeah, I'd love to see one of those lads, and they're both very capable, Craig. You know, it wouldn't surprise yeah. me if I end the season that. That Jones and Elliot were both in the, the. I think they're both good enough, Craig. They really are. That's, that's yeah, the both. The both special talents, um, and and you know, uh, Jones. I wouldn't quite put in the falling bracket yet, but he's not far. I, I rate him that highly, Craig. He could be that well, good. I, I love. I love Curtis Jones. I think he's outstanding. Um, on to we'll to go touch on United Brighton in a second, Craig. Leicester Brentford. Do you know what I took from that game against Brentford, Craig? That touch from Ivan Tony on his goal. We did mention this on the preview where this could be his season. I, I, I saw a different Ivan Tony there. Last season that ball was bouncing off his shin. The way he took that down and turned, I think Ivan Tony could be in for a big season here, Craig. He told me a lot that that finish. Yeah. I don't I don't think he was doing that last season. No, Grimmy, he, he's, he's another one that uh, I think in, in people's dream teams he's, he's he's got one of those low values, hasn't he? I think a lot of people have taken a punt on on Ivan Tony in the in the various uh, dream team guises. 
uh, this summer as he was he was cheap and cheerful. Um, but he does guarantee your goals. Um, and you're right, it was a it was a really good touch and finish. Um, Leicester got a lot of work to do, Graham. We've seen Michael go out the door. Uh, I was reading reports for not looking at bringing a new keeper in. Um, that surprised me massively. Um, I think if you lose some of the, the, the calibre of Kasper Schmeichel uh, and the, the, the status of Kasper Schmeichel, I think it, it's very difficult to replace that with someone in the building already. Um, Two-goal lead that they let slip, that was obviously very frustrating. Um, yeah, I think it was a, it was a, it was a point it was a point gained by by Brentford, but certainly mm. two points lost by by Leicester. Do you know who else impressed me that game, Craig? I think it was it was an outside bet for the World Cup squad. He was fantastic. Rico Henry on Brentford's left. That was fantastic. Yeah, he played he did he did he did play well. He did play well. Um, and that, I just, I just think that's, that's a possession we've seen Tyrant Mitchell get in from Palace. I think there's an opportunity there for someone, and I wouldn't necessarily rule him out. How old is uh, Rico Henry now? Okay. Oh, is he 20? I'm thinking 24. 24? I thought he was like 24 ish. Let's have a look. But I, I think he had a good season. He was a bit under the radar last season. Yeah. 25, 20, 25, he's just turned so perfectly. Yeah. Um, and I, I, no offense to Mitchell, but I always thought him he was a better player anyway. But I think I like him a lot. I think it's one, one, watch, one of the many English players we'll watch out for. They, and they haven't got long to impress now, Greg. What is it? Two months, just over two months to impress. Just over two months. Yeah. Um, and we'll see. And, and Ivan, and again, Ivan Tony. Yeah. Um, Let's not forget we we it doesn't look like Southgate is the biggest fan of of, of Tammy Abraham. He didn't use him much in Nations League, and you know there's still a chance there. Callum Wilson, the game I was at, Craig. Callum Wilson, yeah. What what a wonderful finish that was, and and I was it was an interesting game that one, Craig Newcastle, um, who you know I've had a little bit on another podcast about them being the top top finish in United. Uh, that bet's not looking too bad at the minute, uh, but. <laughs> But yeah, if they can just get those two play, two or three players going, I think they need that creative midfielder. We need a winger yeah. and a forward. Not necessarily start, but to bolster the ranks. And they are looking at those positions: the Parquetas, the Madisons as well, the Harrisons, the Bamba Diengs. So they are looking there, and I think they are shot because you know, Craig, in that game, Newcastle were comfortable winners, and I only gave them players seven out of tens because they didn't need to play any better than that to beat Forest, who were really poor, by the way. But Newcastle. They had Almiron and Alan San Maximo wide, Greg, and they couldn't break Forrest down. And it took a Fabian Shah 30 yarder to do it. And, you know, and I'm not Almiron and San Maximum are what they are, Craig, but they're not top four players. They're really miles away from being top four players. And I just think, and after the game, Eddie, how interestingly, Craig did say he loves his players in squad, but he does need more quality. And I think he was referring to that, that just. In the last third, a bit like Liverpool, just that last third to break teams down because teams are going to come up with St. James this year, Craig, aren't they? And they're really, gonna, they're really going to park the buses against them. Yeah, yeah. I think you know they'll find a different dynamic this year in Newcastle. Water. They're not, they're not an easy touch anymore. Um, fair play to, to how they've how they've recruited. You know they've done they've done they've done very very well in in, in that regard, um, and they've not been held to to, to ransom either. Uh, which is hugely impressive. Yeah, so we'll see how they do in the last window. I do expect Newcastle to bring at least two, maybe three players in, but we'll see. Let's touch on my night, our main talking point then, Craig. Who we were going to do a section on who needs to do what and who needs to do the most work. It's quite uh, clear. It's quite clear that Manchester United need to do the most work. Uh, it was um, a performance that was was poor. They didn't deserve anything out of the game. 
no. McFred, McFred starting in midfield, and they were woeful. To be to be fair, Casido, what a player he looks. By the way, Craig, fair play, yeah. Brighton scouting system, and wonderful replacement for. Um, um, Basuma and so, but let's turn to United. Craig, they brought in uh, Martinez who played. They need, let's talk about Craig, what they still need. Or it's just so many talking points for United. Craig, is where do you start, really? Martinez, let's talk Lissandro Martinez. Craig, it's only one game. Uh, he played with Maguire with Varane on the bench, which mystifies me anyway. Um, but Martinez, I thought he was he was given the absolute runaround by Danny Welbeck, Craig. And I'm not yeah. talking about and we're not talking about we're not talking we're not talking about him heading and stuff. As we yeah. spoke we spoke off air, Craig. That first goal, Martinez should have cut the cross out without a shit. Whether he's playing defensive midfield defender, he should have cut that cross out, right? And yeah. I, yeah. I'm I if I was United. I'd be so worried about it. Chris Eriksson had a great game, Craig. He went in the number six role, which I think is um, a sign of what they hope Frankie de Jong could bring in theory, what Eriksson did. But uh, how how worried would you be as a United fan, Craig? From that, not from the not science, but just that performance, how worried would you be? Yeah, I think, I think what we saw was, was, was two clubs at different stages of the evolution. We saw... A Graham Potter, incredibly well coached, a Brighton mm-hmm. team who, who don't score a lot of goals. Graham, let's be no. honest, who, who went to Old Trafford and bopped two goals in. Uh, could have could have scored more. Let, let's be honest about it. Uh, they were a better coach team. They were a better organised team. A better drill team. Um, they had a game plan. They had an identity. They had a style. And I, I don't mention that now anymore. Uh, and it, you know, it, Eric, Eric Ten Hag. He's got his work out for him. John, John, and I see that nickname. One of my colleagues at 90 Min said this week, Craig, and uh, it did make me giggle. Um, and they, they predict this will be a headline pretty soon. Uh, Eric, t- Eric, 10 weeks was the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I wonder whether we do see that headline quite soon. I don't think we will. I, th- I think what we'll see is we'll see a real season of frustration for United. I don't think there'll be a lot of steps forward unless they go and sign a load of players. And even then, Graham, no amount of no amount of money can buy a culture, and, no. and United's culture has been damaged since Alex Ferguson left. You yeah. know, throw money. You know, people. I, I'm listening to other podcasts. I'm listening to so-called football experts. I'm listening to Gary Neville. Uh, just throw a load of blame at the Glaziers, and I'm, I'm yeah, looking at that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm seeing him go well. And I look at the numbers and see how much the Glaziers have spent on football players at Manchester United, and no one has spent more than them. And, no and, 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 and this won't go well, but uh, like you know, and Edward would got all the stick in the world. I tell you what, he could get deals done, and he could get deals done for good players. Correct. One deal, Correct. one deal that went to the wall this week, Craig um, Marko Nautovic. Who? Wow. Let's get it right, Craig. I I always think Manchester United are the biggest club in the world, Craig. They are yes. doing they are doing their every every which way at the moment. They are doing their best to to, to throw that crown away, Marko Nautovic. Even at his best at West Ham, Craig, whatever, he's not a Manchester United player. He never will be. He never would be, and he shouldn't be. Who on earth? I'd love, I'd love. I don't blame his agents for offering him to the club. Why not? As you yeah. know, as you know, Craig, in your world, you, if you don't ask the question, you don't get the answer. So yeah. they've they've asked the question, and I tell you what, no one would have been more shocked than his agents when they came back and said, "Oh yeah, let's have a look at this," and they made a bid for him, Craig. Who on earth thinks? 
that Marco Anato, because because I know I they're all they're also talking to Adrian Rabio, and yeah, he's there's different people have different opinions, but he's got a good CV, Greg. He's a French international. He's one, of, he's one of the yeah, he's a he's a he's a top class footballer. He plays for plays for France still in the national team now. He came from PSG. He's one of the highest paid players in Serie A. So even if you don't like him, he has an he has an appropriate CV to play for Manchester United. No yes. doubt. Whether whether he's a success or not, he has that CV. Correct. Marco, now, honest to God, I, I would love to know who in Old Trafford, when that name came across, said, yeah, let's look at that. No, no, Craig, let's not just look at it. Let's put a bid in. Let's talk to Bologna. Let's do a deal. Who on earth is making that decision, Craig? I agree. I, I, I was flabbergasted when I was told there'd been interest. Well, and he fell off my seat when I told him there'd been made a bid. Because this is the same player, I said, let's have it right, that's been offered to... Southampton and Everton and no, these these kind of clubs are, are, are not interested. Manchester United are. I just Craig, I it's, like, a, it's, like... a, it's a sort of one I'd expect maybe. Do you know what, Craig? It wouldn't surprise me if I'd seen our own Middlesbrough whole city linked to him. No, I, I agree. At, with 30, that. at, at thirty-three, I think. Do you know what? I could yeah. see. I could see Hull splashing the cash. I could see Middlesbrough making a big offer for him in the Championship. That's why yeah, I could see him at the minute. You look at the teams that were relegated from the Premier League last year with the parachute payments. And the teams that have just got promoted this year, you know, the, the, the Fulhams, um, you know, the the the, the Bournemouth and the Forest, you'd expect them to be make and and, and with all due respect, Greg, it'd probably be a good sign for one of them. You know, give yeah, you eight possibly, ten yeah. Premier yeah, League yeah. goals, some some assists, some man of the match performances, but also the other side gives you a lot of a lot of negativity as well. Uh, there's a lot of negativity around the play. We spoke about it off pod, and it just doesn't sit with. We talk about the culture. He's the kind of player that you wouldn't you wouldn't put into that kind of culture. I, I read um, read on the airplane grid the, uh, the 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 book about the All Blacks, uh, which is really interesting. If you read it or not, it's really 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 interesting. Um, and I know they're the greatest rugby team player, I chose rugby team uh, ever, right? And there's some reasons why. So they they have something called a no dickhead policy. But if you come across this, really cool. Um, and and basically, it doesn't matter if you're the best if you're the best rugby player in New Zealand, but you're a dickhead. You are not getting called up by the All Blacks mm-hmm. ever, ever. It, it doesn't matter how good you are. You've got to be first and foremost a good, a good rugby player, but more importantly, or just importantly, a good human being, good person, do good things away, away from from the sport. And they've got this culture of leaving the shirt in a bet. So you get that number shirt, and you leave that shirt in a better position than what you found it in. And I thought it was really interesting, and I wonder why more football clubs don't adopt the same policy. From a cultural perspective, they want to build a culture. Well, well, some, <laughs> some, some do, Craig. I, I yeah. don't, I don't know whether you're watching all or nothing. The the Arsenal thing at the minute, and um, it's well worth a watch. It's it's very well done. And and to be fair, that's what Arsenal did with Aubameyang. You know, Arteta fell out with him, and and that that was a very similar situation. Some some clubs do it, some don't, and. But but yeah, when it comes to an and and let's United what they're still trying to do, Craig. Obviously, Rabiot who's separate to the young and, and they're still they're still holding. Can, can, can I just comment on the Rabiot day if you don't mind? Yeah, go on. Yeah, so so I, I I've spoken to some people close to him, um, and basically Juventus need him gone, right? Yeah. Uh, they need him not because he's a bad player. Him and uh, him and him and yeah, him and Arthur. They've really, they've got rid of a lot of money as well. Ramsey left as well. They're trying to get rid of Arthur yeah. as well. They've got a lot of players on the fringe of squads, like like a but, lot of clubs in Europe, Craig, who they need to get rid of. Yeah, yeah but he, he is one of the their biggest earners. He's in their top top two three earners. 
He's one of the top earners. Appar- appar- apparently, at the moment, he is the top top hit player in Serie A. Craig, apparently. Right. Okay. So they, there you go. So they're they're desperate to get him off yeah. their, their wage bill. So I believe that they'd have done a deal with zero transfer fee, uh-huh. uh, yeah. either right. a loan with all of his wages being paid. They were right. contemplating, it was that to an extent, by, before the end of the window, they, they were contemplating paying him up, weren't they? Paying up, correct. Yeah. Because that would have made more financial sense, potentially, than, than letting him see out his contract. Yeah. Um, but instead, Manchester United, and they're making an offer, a transfer fee offer for him, which yeah. seems a little bit crazy to me. Yeah, I know Monaco were looking before they got knocked out of the Champions League, that sort of territory, but it, it, it's a strange one. And obviously, Dior, I think it is, Craig, where he saw, we saw the the appalling performances of Ericsson aside. Uh, I don't I don't think Fernandez played well at all, to be fair. No, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he escapes any blame. But I think if you brought Rabiot and De Jong in, I think that would help Ten Hag massively. It really would. And I, I still think that Ten Hag's got a very big chance of going to... To United, you know, Craig. I want yeah, did, 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 did you see? Um, did you see the young turning for training at Barcelona? And Martin Braithwaite were, were whistled and jeered. And yeah, booed. disgusting. That and that, all, that that it doesn't surprise me, Craig. It stems from the leadership who um, and the, the they're, they're in a part. John Laporta and appalling leadership. There's the, the, there's a there's a danger as we discussed off air, Craig. In theory, Christian and Kessie might not be registered. They could walk away and freeze. I understand that isn't the case. Is in terms of the players are not looking to do that. They possibly could do, but you know they've got a better deal anyway. But it's just it's just how that club is. That 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 club is being dragged through the gutter. Yeah, they are. Making big, they are, they, are, they are making big signs. We know Lewandowski and Rafinha are great players, but yeah. the, you know the 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 way they are acting is is just appalling. You know, they owe, at the end of the day they owe seventeen million to the young. They owe other players and other people money as well. Yeah. And the, the Spanish league should be making them pay the football in debt. Yeah. I think it's where FIFA should be stepping in. If you if it's football, they should expedite. If if things like this, if footballers. A road money like this, and and for the good of the game, not just for someone like yeah, Frankie Dion doesn't need that money, Craig. He'll get it back very soon. But this affects players down to every level of the game. If that club or the money before they do any other deal, it should be coming out of their money before they registered Lewandowski and signed him. They should be paying back this money. And yeah. I think if, yeah. it, because it's Barcelona, and and then they and they know this, Craig. They can ride roughshod over who they want when they want. And you know, and we've seen it, Craig. They've been allowed to sign Lewandowski, Rafinha, all these players when they owe money all over players to try to sack yeah. Martin Braithwaite. They try to do all sorts off the pitch. Appalling! It's, it's appalling. It's, they are. They're an appalling club, and the football. FIFA, La Liga are letting them do it. Laporte is not stupid, Craig. He knows he can get away with it. And that's the thing. But we'll see. We'll see what happens with these. It's a big week ahead for Barcelona in terms of players. And I tell you what, I salute Frankie Dion. He's the one person in all this, Craig. He's standing up to them. And I love, done, I love Frankie Dion for it. Hey, Grim, he's done it with dignity, eh? He's not coming out yeah. in the press. He's not, he's, he's not slaughtering people. Yeah. He's just keeping his position dignified, relatively silent. In, in, in negotiations with his agent, conversation with his agent, and why yeah. should he walk away from money that he's owed? He shouldn't. And yeah. why should he be yeah. exactly that, and, and, and I, 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 I'm not sure De Jong is that key 
we'll see what happens with Chelsea. Chelsea will do it if they can. They're offering to pay his 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 deferred wages and stuff, but we haven't heard back from them yet. But yeah, hundred percent, Craig De Jong takes a lot of plaudits out of this. He really does. He's and 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 do you know what? United, we've we've given United stick, but the way they've dealt with the De Jong transfer situation, they can take a lot of pride from this. Yes, yeah, I agree. It, 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 it may end up in tears, but they've done it the right way. They've shown themselves up well. They have it in other regards. With other transfers, but hey, they've no. done a wonderful job with that. Um, right, let's let's see how they're going to do this weekend, Craig. Let's move on to the previews. Yes. We'll 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 be discussing plenty of transfers. We've got two two weeks left, haven't we, Craig, in the window? Yeah. And we'll be discussing. I think we'll be discussing um De Jong for the next two two podcasts, Craig. I'm I can see that yeah. going to, that could see that one going down the last day of the window. Um, but but we'll, we'll see on that one. Uh, let's touch on the Premier League, Craig. We started on Friday when there's no Friday game this week. It is a twelve thirty start for us, Craig, as we preview every weekend, every game in England this weekend. The only podcast to do so. Let's start here, Craig. Aston Villa hosting Everton at Villa Park. Um, did you see the quotes from Stephen Gerrard this week, Craig, about um, Tyrone Mings? No, I didn't. Yeah, he explained, he said he'll get it back when he can look him in the face and believe him, sort of thing. Along those lines, anyway. Right. Um, I watched Villa last week, Craig. Um, they were awful. They really were. Uh, new Douglas Costa's going to, Douglas Luis, so he's going to get a new deal as well there. And it's as we spoke about in terms of the strikers, Craig. I think that Villa will try and do something before the end of this window and they need it. Me too. Against an Everton team, Craig, who, yeah, they've signed Onana, they've signed Conor Cordy. Again, it's a team who needs a striker. And don't, don't Craig, I don't understand about Everton, right? And, and and I'm not saying he's good enough to lead the line, but why why send Nathan Broadhead to Wigan? Why not keep him? Why, I don't understand. They send Ellis Sims to Sunderland. If they've got, it, if they've got two it, players it, who can score goals in the Championship, why are you sending them out when you haven't got any strikers? Isn't it strange as well that the way that happened with Sims and, and Broadhead probably going to the opposite clubs where yeah, they yeah. thought they were going, they thought yeah. Broadhead was going to Sunderland and Sims was going to Wigan. Yeah, it's, it's a weird one. Like Broadhead, um, I like it. He's got, Broadhead's got 10 goals that season in League One to keep him up for a big club. He should be on the bench for goodness. I, I, I've got no sympathy to a certain extent. Why start why, 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 why Anthony Gordon as a striker when you've got when you've got Broadhead there? Yeah, no, listen. I, I, strange one. I, I, listen, I agree with you. If you've got a striker, play the striker. Don't don't play a winger out of position because it's gonna, only going to kill him. He's not going not to be as impactful in the game. Um, I think Everton have got a lot of work through. I think the Conor Cody signing is really smart. I think it gave him a cultural perspective. Uh, he's a scouser. <clears throat> he knows the city, knows the standards. Knows what the fans expect. Uh, if they play him with a back three and stick him with a back three, Godfrey, Godfrey, Godfrey got injured and he's out for a long time, yeah. for, for a while. But yeah, uh, and obviously they've got Onana to come in, which a lot of money to pay for him, Craig. Thirty-three yeah. million. Um, yeah. Is he? Is it? I don't see him being a massive improvement on Dakuri personally. But hey, if they believe it, and obviously Martinez has recommended him being a Belgium international to the club. Yeah. Will he help him at Villa? Um, yeah, I've got to go with Villa here, Greg. I think Watkins and Ings against Everton are very good strikers, and so I think I think a decent Villa win here, Craig. Three one. Yeah, two one Villa. I'm going for Green and and Coutinho really needs to show up on a, on a consistent basis, doesn't he, for Villa yeah. this season? If they're gonna have any kind of success, Green, he can't be a he can't be a one in three, one in four performance. Can he? He's got to be. He's got to be one in two. You know, he's he's, he's got to give good performance in every other game. He can't be class every game. We know that. Uh, we know his form has, has been really patchy since he left the Premier League, but now he's back. 
I thought he, he really showed some quality. Oh, he was quality, yeah, consistently. Was, yeah, yeah. Not, consist- not consistently, but hmm. he wasn't fit. Now he has yeah. got a pre-season with his belt, so the expectation levels are that he, he gets performing at a level every week, probably the highest paid player at Villa. So with that comes a sense of responsibility too. So but yeah, I think I think, he, yeah, I think how they do the season a lot will depend, sorry, depend upon how Coutinho does. But I fancy him to get a result here, 2-1 Villa. On to the first three o'clock game, Arsenal, Leicester. Leicester showed, showed up very well, Craig. You know, Madison mm-hmm. and Jewsby Hall looked fantastic yeah. last week. Jewsby Hall looked very Le- good, Craig. Yeah, Leicester obviously uh, in the process. They are in talks with Chelsea. Chelsea's trying to get Wesley for Fana. I, I think that one will go through, Craig. And, you know, they've got some good defenders there. They've got cover. Um, 80 million is a lot if they get that fee. Against an Arsenal team, Craig, who, who were excellent. Um, against Crystal Palace, they showed up well. The new formation, you know, allowing Zinchenko, to, even though he was left back, he was tucking in and playing in midfield. I still think they're in midfield a short Arsenal, but I think they will get one. I think they will push ahead. Yeah. You no, know, Tielemans and Paquette are still on their radar. That aside, Craig, I think they'll... This is a good test for Leicester here. Let's see if if we've got anything yeah. about them at all. I'm going to say two one Arsenal. Yeah, fancy Arsenal at home. I think they'll, they'll make that home advantage count. I like Leicester. I think they're incredibly well coached. I think Brendan Rodgers is one of the best coaches, managers in the Premier League. Graham genuinely do. Um, he needs to be back now. He needs to be given resources to to make this team better. Um, Otherwise, you know, the next big job that comes up, up, I can see Rogers, Rogers leaving. He's been incredibly loyal uh, to to Leicester since he's been there. Um, but they need to give him some resources to 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 improve the team. They look. We talked about a lot of big changes this summer, and they've not materialised yet. But listen, we've still got a few weeks left in the, in the transfer window. But I think they need four or five quality additions to the team. And if players are going to leave, if if a Telemans or final leaves, they're going to be very difficult to replace. Eh? I think the but I think Tillemans is, isn't part of the selling strategy. I think they they were moving him on anyway. So it could be Tillemans and Fofana. I think they've got a very big chance of leaving Craig. Uh, Madison will stay, yeah. who was so impressive last week. Yeah, but hopefully it gives Brendan a chance to do a bit in the transfer market himself, which I'm 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 sure he wants a chance to do, and he hasn't had that yet. You know, they've missed out on the likes of Charles de Kettler, who they like. They haven't had a chance to make an impact, so I'm sure they'd like to give Brendan at least a couple of weeks to do that. Um, yeah. On to Brighton, Newcastle, South Coast, Graham Potter. Great win to start off with Newcastle, as we say. Yeah, this will be an interesting game. You know, Newcastle, a lot of Newcastle fans were unhappy with my ratings last week, Greg. I was only giving sevens out to Joe Linton and Bruno, although they were good. Because, you know, the, the Newcastle weren't that good. I think they, were, they, they took on a very poor Forest team on the day. Against the Brighton team at home, Casado, you know, John Joe Shelby's out injured. Bruno, this is a big game for Bruno. Bruno versus Casado will be a fantastic clash here. Yeah. Um, because well, I've, this is an interesting game. I'm going to say one all, Craig. I'm going to give both teams the benefit of that one all. Um, I'm going to give Newcastle the benefit. I think they'll step it up against a better team. And I said, look, Bruno will be one of the best players in the league this year. So, uh, one all, but a good game. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge Bruno fan, Graham, uh, Um, I thought people deserved the, the points last week. Disappointed with Forrest, but they'll take some time to gel, Graham, eh? So many, so many new players, uh, a, a completely different and standard. And more, more to come is they're getting, the boy, to... they're getting the boy in from Atalanta, Zerula or something like that. Emmanuel Dennis talking about. 
Um, Josh Ball is still on their radar. Uh, Bamba Dieng is on their radar. It, it's um, I, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they signed both boys from from Watford. We know the link with them, uh, Sar and, and Dennis, and I think both would be really astute signings. Yeah, it's um, Gibbs Gibbs White now looks to be staying at Wolves Creek. I think he's getting that. Yeah. Um, even though he's got a signed deal, I think they're making make sure to keep him. Yeah, but I thought listening the bright Brighton were incredibly well coached. I think Eddie Howe's got this nuclear team incredibly well drilled. Looks full of defensively. Mm. Um, um, Bob, I, Botman on the best bench last week, Greg, but Dan Byrne was, yeah, was surprised Dan, by that. Dan Byrne was outstanding last week. It was great. Yeah, very, yeah, well, like, very, very yeah. solid. He did what everything he needed to do. Yeah, you, you like Dan Byrne. And I think it's a testament to, to him that Eddie Howe kept faith with him for yeah. last season and left Botman on the bench, which I was really surprised at. But third player to, to Dan Byrne, who I saw so many years ago, Graham playing and I do wonder, Craig, if he considers that at some point. Eddie Howe is not a, not a great proponent of the of the three at the back, but he's got trippy and target, so he's got the wing backs to play yeah. that role. Yeah, he could. It'll be listen. I, I I'm with you. Though. I think these two teams, two incredibly well coached teams, two very well matched teams. I think they cancel each other out, but it'll be an entertaining game. Two all draw. Uh, onto Man City versus Bournemouth. I did Tad. Uh, Bournemouth got off to a great start. Yeah. Well drilled. Marcus Tavernier had an outstanding game for Bournemouth, and they brought actually um Sinisi in from Feyenoord, who I think is a wonderful capture at centre half. I think he's really yeah. that's a really astute capture. I'll tell you what, there'll be a lot of Premier League clubs look. I think I'll look on him and think, oh, we should take, we should have bitten the bullet there and gone for him. West Ham looked at him a lot a while ago, um, but it won't be enough for them to get anything here, Craig. Um, <laughs> four through four nil City. It really is one of those games where it's how many goals are going to score. <clears throat> but I did say this when they played Crystal Palace last year and Palace beat them. Uh, I think it'll be a different proposition against Bournemouth. And one of the main reasons is Erling Haaland. So I suggested that either Erling Haaland or Nunes could score a Premier League hat-trick last weekend and equal that record set by Fabrizio Ravinelli as the only strike, well, the only player to score a hat-trick on his debut. Neither did, but Haaland got two. And was then uh, substituted. I don't know if you saw his interview, Graham. It was, I don't know if it's been heard of brilliant after the game. Um, and he, he swore live on TV. And that made me laugh about uh, how, he, how he got substituted when he was hunting down that hat-trick and what his thoughts on that were. It did, it did make me laugh. But I think he might well get his hat-trick in his second game. I think that City are going to have a comfortable 5-0 win against the Resolute Brighton. I think Brighton might, the longer Brighton will hold out, the longer Bournemouth hold out, the better the scoreline will be for them. As a newly promoted team facing City and facing Erling Haaland, I wouldn't want to do that. Um, I know a lot of the players, that's why they, they play, uh, they want to play against the top teams and the top players. But Erling Haaland in his home debut for City, um, Patrick incoming, 5 0. On to Southampton, it's in Leeds at St Mary's. Southampton, you know, they started well with James Ward-Prowse and then obviously Tottenham ran them over. They won't be the last yeah. team to get run over at the Tottenham Hotspur no. Stadium this season. Leeds, who who, who ground, out, ground out a win over Wolves, they did very well there, yeah. going to goal down. Yeah. Arguably, they didn't deserve the win, but hey, you can't beat, you can, you can, you got to take them wins when it comes to you. Good yeah. game, good game, this one, Craig. I think, you know, there's no such thing as a six-pointer at this point in the season, Craig. Yeah. But, this is the nearest thing to it. I don't think Southampton can afford to lose this game, Craig. I think it, it, if they are in trouble, it's one to look back on. Oh, I, I, tough one. Two, two all. I'm going to give Southampton the benefit of, that, of the doubt here, Craig. Very close to giving Leeds the win, but I'm going to say a draw. 
Yeah, I, I watched I watched this game as well last week. There was a lot of games on in the in the in the bar grave. It was fantastic to watch all the Premier League at, at the same time with a so had loads of small TVs and a big TV with the main game on. And when a goal went in, it came on the big TV. It was really cool the way they did it. I really enjoyed it. Um, thought it might take off if it if happens in England. Um, but anyway, it, imp- it, impossible it, with the way with unfortunately the way our TV it, deal works. It's ever, uh, it's not possible. Change, yeah. Yeah. If they ever change the TV deal, I think it would be great to watch. Uh, as a as a as a punter, um, but yeah, I think I think this is a really tough game. Ward Prowse started the game really well. It's interesting that Adam Armstrong started in front for Southampton, which again for me shows how much they need a striker. I'm a, I'm a big Armour fan, but he really struggled last year at Southampton. Uh, Brozier was really good for them, wasn't he? He he was a missed Graham. Then he then he was striker Southampton, and I don't think we're going to get the win here. I think it's going to be a one-all draw. I think both teams will cancel each other out, and Leeds will be happier with the draw than than Southampton. Wolves taking on Fulham. Wolves still haven't got their striker over the. They they want another striker and still haven't quite got it over the door. Yeah, but they have signed Concado Guerves, uh, thirty million pounds coming in. Craig, um, interesting signing, um, to say the least, for yep. Wolves. Um, another one of these uh, Portuguese boys who they do like. Um, re re really interesting one this one, Craig. I think that we are going to see and. It's not a shock because I think Wolves are going to win at home. When Wolves win at home, they're, they're a very good team. They should have beaten Leeds last week. Fulham, I like uh, playing well. They could get a point here, but I don't think they will. I think it'll be 2 0 no Wolves. I'm going to win, Grim. I'm going to go Mitrovic to continue his goal scoring a form. Not a lot of goals in this game. Wolves don't concede a lot. 1 0 to Fulham. Mitro on the score sheet again. On to the 5.30 kickoff. Brentford hosting Manchester United at the... It's not the Brentford Community Stadium anymore, is it? It's, I can't remember what it is. I must admit. Um, apologies to Brentford sponsors. I'll look off whilst we do the things. Um, I've got no confidence. Uh, and Damsgaard signed for Brentford this week. I was standing playing one, one, one of the stars of the Euros. Picked up a 20 million. Tony what, against his defence. What, what a good price that is. What's yeah, he, he, he found out a bit of favourite Sam Daria, so good scouting from our mutual friend Lee Dykes and, and the team at Brentford. They knew what they were doing, yep. got him for 20. And I, I, I can't give any reason for United to get a point here, Craig, so I'm not going to 2 0 Brentford. Mm, Eric Prisoner going back to Brentford here, Graham, isn't it? Um, oh, I'm with you. I'm with you. I think Brentford. Unless, Craig, I just out. Unless he starts Ronaldo, Ronaldo. which yeah, I don't, got, got, which, which I don't think, he, which I don't think he will. If he starts Ronaldo, yeah. I'll give United a point. If he doesn't, two 0 Brentford. Well, my caveat is Brentford to win two one, but if United start Ronaldo, United to win two one. So it's a G Tech, the G Tech Community Stadium is we have to get into our heads now, Craig. The G Tech Community okay. Stadium. G Tech, I remember that for next week, but. On the Ronaldo point, Graham, I'm mm-hmm. with you. I don't think he starts. I think he'll have him on the bench again. Um, I, I just can't. I don't see the logic in that. He's their best striker. He's not going to start. He'll be on the bench and, and Brentford win 2-1 and United doing a bit of a swing. Yeah, on to Sunday. Nottingham Forest hosting West Ham in the 2 o'clock game. Interesting one, this one, Craig. Let's see what um, Forrest put out. You know, they, they performed well in defence, Craig, Toffolo. And, yeah. But Toffolo and Williams didn't get forward enough, Craig. If you're going to have Toffolo and Williams in the team, you need to get you need to push them on. Yeah. They didn't yeah. they didn't threaten from out wide enough. 
last week, and that, that was that was a disappointing thing, you know, because I think Worrell and the, the centre halves did go near Keaty, the new lad Craig. Um, who did you just you, you described someone as Bambi on ice before, didn't you? And yeah. I, I was joking to a Southampton fan in the office. I did, I said near Keaty has Southampton written all over him. He looks an absolute cart horse, which he did. But I'm <laughs> gonna but I'm gonna give him a benefit of a doubt. He can't be any worse than he was last week. He did improve with some clearances and tackles, but hey. You're a Premier League footballer. You should be able to do that at the bare minimum. Um, uh, West Ham go here and win, Greg, for me. I'm going to say 2-0 West Ham. I think David Moyes will have far too much nous for Steve Cooper. And it'll be, it'll be a good game for Steve Cooper. He'll learn from this. But I think David Moyes will be relishing this game. And I think West Ham are just far too good. 2-0. Yeah, I think West Ham have a superior quality all over the pitch, Graham. Uh, and, and Forrest will have that, that humbling defeat last week. But a bit of reality check. It, it's all well and good in these one-off performances in the Cup, isn't it, to to raise your game and beat somebody. But to do it consistently in the Premier League, that's such a hard slog. And like I said, it is going to take a long time, I think. You know, we won't see until eight to, to ten games in uh, the, this this Forest team gelling. I just hope that it's not too late by then. I don't think it will be. It's a lot of games and I think they'll investigate in January. Uh, but I'm with you. I think I think West Ham will go here and win. I think their superior quality all of the pitch tells. Um, and Jared Bourne gets on the score sheet um, one of my favourite players, as you know, Graham. Two-one to West Ham. Um, takes on to the final game on oh, Sunday. Um, yes, it is a big one, isn't it? Chelsea. I just lost my fixtures there a little bit. And Chelsea take on Tottenham, big London derby. Um, yeah, cracking game this one, Craig. Um, yeah. West Ham did well. Chelsea did well. I think Chelsea would have liked for Farnham by now. He's not in. Thiago Silva's back. That Kula Bally was fantastic last week. I thought, Craig. Um, interesting game this one, Craig. Yeah, it's going to be full of entertainment. But I'm going to say one all. Yeah, I I just think Chelsea make home advantage count here. Um, Antonio Conte going back again to, to the bridge. Um, Raheem Sterling home debut. Two one Chelsea. I'm going green. Um, just I just think Chelsea will. That home crowd will get behind them. Tuchel having a, a little bit of a tough time uh, just now. I think we've got this this smiling two two one to the the, the current Chelsea man. And on to Monday, Craig Liverpool entertaining Palace. Yes. Um, no need to talk about this one, Craig. Three uh, 0 Liverpool for me. Yeah, I agree. With you. I think he'll I think he'll make changes though, Graham. I think Klopp was hugely disappointed with that performance last week and the lack of intensity in the game. I think he'll change the midfield, but I think Nunes will start up front as well, Graham. I think Nunes could get a hat-trick as well. I think Nunes and Haaland could both get hat-tricks this weekend as this um, new uh, elite rivalry um, commences in the English Premier League. 4-0 to Liverpool. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, we need to. Palace weren't touching the Mexico. I think they need to. They need to do a bit in the window left over. You know, they haven't replaced Gallagher. Um, Gallag- Gallagher's Gallagher's one of those players, Craig. Actually, he's a good example of what we talked about um, in this window, where players will find out if they're in the mix or how much they're in the mix, and may demand a move. William yes. Saliba, William Saliba, who again, fair play to Mikel Arteta, he got it. He, he got it wrong with Saliba. He didn't rate him last summer. Yeah. Um, and bombed him out. He's come back and he's starting, and he's he's done yeah. the he's done the right thing. He hasn't he hasn't just tried to try to play him in cup games and force him in. He's accepted the fact that Saliba is Arsenal's best defender. Yeah. And he's playing him so well done to Mikel Arteta. He's taken the higher ground. 
and and he's done that. And the same with Gallagher though, Craig. Where I if if by the last week of the window he hasn't started the game, I think he'll push for a loan move. Me too. Me, uh, he, he has to be played. Yeah. If he's got any chance of going to the World Cup. And I did a piece actually, Craig. Actually, there's half a dozen Premier League clubs have got in touch with Chelsea to let them know, which uh, is just basic. It's just, yeah. just, just, just the norm, isn't it? Why, why wouldn't you make sure that if he is available, you're in the mix, aren't you? And uh, there won't be a shortage of takers if indeed he becomes available. Craig. Wouldn't he be good for Newcastle, Graham, with uh, with Gimmerich? Wouldn't he be good there? He'd be great. Do you know what? He'd be good anywhere, really, Craig. I think. Yeah, uh, yeah, he would. Yeah, he would. Um, and we've got to say, there's a lot. There's a lot to happen in this European window. If if Chelsea progress with De Jong. For me, that means that Jorginho is going to go, Craig, if they do yeah. progress with that. So there's, so there's a lot to happen. There's a lot of dominoes to fall. Well, in yeah, listen, listen and, and Jorginho can only go to Juventus if Juventus move Rabio on. There's so many spinning players. Yeah, oh, oh, yes, I mean, if, if Juventus have let Rabio, Artur and Ramsey go. That frees up. An, and, and Paredes is a player who Juventus are trying to get from PSG, Craig. But they might be able to do them both because they've lost so much wages. There's yeah. so many, and Fabian Ruiz going to PSG to let Paredes go. There's so many yeah. dominoes all over Europe, um, which is why we love it. You know, that's why we uh, keep in it touch with it. it. So uh, it remember. Um, so on to the championship, Craig, on the, on. Saturday with no Friday. Oh, there is a Friday game. I, don't, I almost got that wrong. There, there is. is a Friday game. Watford, Watford entertaining Burnley at Vicarage Road. Watford, who signed Hamza Chowdhury this week, Craig, which is a tremendous addition. See, Delhi, Delhi Bashiru has been rolled up for three months. Obviously, they've got this ongoing situation with Emmanuel Dennis and Rich Miller's art, and even, even Jao Pedro. I think all three could leave before the end of the window, which, 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 is, which is an issue. But, you know, they've made some good signings, Watford. They look strong. Um, against the Burnley team who would try to do additions as well. I think they've got a lineup from Belgium. They've signed Teller from Southampton. They're trying to do Jack Hendry from uh, Club Bruce, a Scottish defender yeah. as well. So Burnley have got a lot. Of, they are doing a lot of work as well. Interesting game, this one. I've got to say, Watford, that advantage at home, is that going to count? Yeah, it is. 2 1 Watford. Yeah, it's not. I, um, I'm with you on this. Uh, I, I, no, 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 I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say to me a draw. Um, I, I think Burnley will, will go there and make it really difficult for Watford and, and their attacking players. And I think they've got enough quality in the final third of their own to to nick a goal. So I'm, I'm gonna suggest it's gonna be a one-all draw, Grim. And I suggest that both teams will be massively active with both ins and outs in the next few weeks. Moving on to Cardiff versus Birmingham, twelve thirty kickoff on Saturday. Cardiff, really interesting, Craig, and how how they've gone about this. Um, started well last week, and they got beat to Reading, which was a, a really strange game. Um, that that yeah. that's, that's all the things. Great goal by Tom Inton that game, wasn't it? Really good strike by Tom Inton. Yeah, obviously Cardiff got beat in the Caribbean Cup in midweek, and Steve Morrison was not very happy with some of those Cardiff players. Um, tell you what, they, none of those players in that Caribbean Cup team will be playing this weekend. That is for sure. After they lost to Portsmouth, he wasn't very happy. Uh, for ain't saying Birmingham, who was one of the surprise packages of a champion so far this season. Greg, I think you thought they were going to lose every single game of the season, so they're proving you wrong. Early doors, which is always nice to see. Um. Interesting game this one, Craig. Um, you got to get, I've got to go with form. Birmingham was showed a little bit, so I'm going to say one all draw. I'm going to say Birmingham will get something here. Yeah, I, I, I nil nil. I'm going for Graham. But um, listen, my my, my pals at uh, at Birmingham, Matt Gardner, assistant manager, uh, John Hughes is a really good coach. They, they, they what's going in the background, I think, is uh, is create a bit of a seed mentality at the football club. 
Um, and they, they know that everyone's favourites for relegation. They know that everyone's favourites to get beat most weeks. Uh, and they're making that, taking that to, to their own advantage. And Joe, uh, and, uh, Joe Bellingham played midweek as well, uh, Jude's brother. Yeah. So it was interesting to see him. Um, maybe not quite as good as brother. We don't know yet, but very highly rated all the same. And um, he's a terrific talent. So we'll keep an eye on his progress. He might be involved here. So we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, yeah. Blackpool entertaining uh, Swansea City on the course, Craig. <laughs> Swansea. Um, wow. uh, they were appalling last week, Craig, against Blackburn. Oh. Um, Blackburn were were good, but I don't yes. they, were, they weren't great. To and to get a three 0 win on the south coast, they did everything that John Dar Thomas and asked them to do. They did it to the yep. letter. Um, and, and Blackpool, um, you know they've done what they, they should have. So great, they beat Reading, lost at Stoke. I don't think that's a surprise, but I like the way Blackpool are playing. Swansea, Russell Martin needs to get this sorted very quickly, Craig. He really does. There's a lot of pressure on him now. And but I think even more pressure after the weekend, Greg. I think Blackpool win this two one. Yeah, and they lost in the, the Carabao Cup as, as well midweek. Swansea. Look, we, we we know what Swansea are about. They they, they absolutely dominate possession. Do you think uh, they're a bit got... too predictable, Craig? Yeah, I thought I thought I saw Blackburn. Blackburn let them have the ball and knew exactly yeah, what they were going to do. Black, Black, Blackburn allowed them to have the ball, hit them on the on the transition on the counter time and time again. Um, and it was just sucker punch after sucker punch. I think I think they need to become a little bit more attritional, Swansea. Yeah. Um, and, and listen, Rus- Russell, not, I really like him as a coach, but I think he's got to sacrifice a little bit here. Um, and you know, they, they are all about style over over substance. I think they've got to become a little bit more substance over style, uh, a little bit dog- dogmatic in in their approach, uh, and get more results. And then after they get the results, they can start to. To play the football, if that makes sense, Greg. I'm not being critical. It, 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 it does because to to be able to do that, you really have to have the players do it. Like Fulham did last year, they were just too good to stop them sometimes. The Swansea, Swansea aren't that good to be able to do that. No, 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 they're not. I think defensively, they've got to become more solid. Um, it's, it's it's that simple. If they if they can keep clean sheets and become a little bit dog, dogmatic at the at the back, um, and then play further up the pitch, then I think I'm, I'm all I'm all for it. But the goals to concede were bad goals to concede. Um, mm, I, I'm going to go for a one-all draw here. Again. On to uh, Huddersfield versus Stoke at three. I'm going to let you have first go at this one, Greg. <sighs> yeah, that, two two teams that started the season not great. Um, Huddersfield really struggling for form. They've stole the best players. The manager's left. Um, it's a tough tough gig to follow. Uh, Carlos Corbran, I, I think, Graham. And, you know, with, with losing... Who, who has been confirmed Olympiacos manager, Craig, in last week? Yeah, listen, I, I, I saw that. I saw, I saw I saw some Forest fan, Graham, tweet the official Huddersfield uh, saying, we've took your best player, we beat you in the playoffs, and now our ones have taken your manager. <laughs> yeah, Talk about rubbing it in. Um, yeah, I, I, I think... It's tough because the, those Huddersfield fans have got a, a certain standard they expect now, and sometimes it's difficult to maintain those standards. I think that's why Carlos Cobrell left. Um, Cobrell, sorry, left. Uh, one all draw here, Graham. Um, not a great deal between between the two teams. Would you be worried, Craig, that um, Huddersfield could do a Barnsley, get to the playoffs, and then get relegated? Yes. Yeah. 
nice and concise. Yeah, I think I think everyone's thinking that now, Craig. Um, you can't you can't sell your best players uh, and, and replace them with players that are not of that standard. And and, and, and to be fair, it's a similar circumstance of losing your manager, which is what happened to Barnsley, Craig. It is um, very, very. Huddersfield versus Stoke. Stoke. Stoke are a good team. They would be one of my dark horses for a playoffs, and I think they're loving being under the radar a little bit, Craig. But they've got some yeah. very, they've got some very good players. Dwight Gale as well. They, they put Blackpool to bed last week, which is what it's easier said than done. They should, they, you need it to is. do that. But in the championship, it's easier said than done, as we know, Craig. Sometimes, um, Stoke are going to go here and win, Craig. I've got no doubt that Michael O'Neill right. wants just and two two nil. I could be a comfortable yeah. Stoke win. Yeah. I really do. Um, Hull entertaining uh, Norwich City. Talking of disappointing teams, we can put not we have Norwich, yeah, up, up there with Huddersfield and Swansea for being massively disappointing. Agree. Failing to beat Cardiff is one thing, but then failing to beat Wigan at home, Norwich City. Dear me, what what are you thinking against a Hull team who entertaining, if nothing else, Craig? Um, good draw, at Preston. They probably should have won that game, Craig, at Preston. I think um, they had the chances from what I saw. Um, see, this is a strange one, Craig. Do we go on the form that we've seen from Norwich or do we go on that we know there is a good team in there <laughs> waiting to come out? Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, because of that, I'm going to say one all draw. I was very tempted to go Hull here, but I'm going to say one all. Graham, I think Hull are going to approach this game with a certain degree of arrogance. Um, in that they're, they're going to take on Norwich. They're going to try and, 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 and play forward, press. Well, they are, they, Craig, they are better than the team. The two teams who take results off Norwich, Hull are better than them. Yeah, listen, but I, I think that those teams have played a different style too. Yeah. Uh, see your break, come on, Norwich, break us down uh, and play on the transition. I don't think Hull will play that game. No, they're, they're, they're saying, yeah, former Premier League team, we're going to take you on. Yeah, I think, I think that, and I think that plays into Norwich's hands. I think Norwich win the game 2 1. Because of that, um, simply because of the, the demands of the, the whole owner, now they're, they're going to approach games. I think it plays into Norwich's hands somewhat, and Norwich get the, the first the first league win of the season. On to Luton versus Preston. And Luton, Joe, you know I was thinking of the manager, Luton, um, Nathan Jones went to town um, on one player, Craig, and particularly after their loss in midweek, um, where it was the worst performance he'd ever seen from a player and stuff. We don't know who it was. Well, it's yeah. safe to say again, none, none of his team are playing. I doubt, I doubt, he, I doubt he'll be playing then in this one. No, I don't either. They got a good Luton have started okay. The draw with Birmingham, which looks not, not a bad result to be fair, and then the draw at Birmingham last week, excellent come from behind yeah, point for them against against the Preston team who who was who were playing a bit. You know, they got Troy Parrott there now, trying to yeah. do stuff. Um, draw uh, two clean sheets. Obviously, they're doing well. Um, ooh. I am going to say it's a tough one to call this one, Craig. I'm going to say, but I'm going to go with the you know the team like it kind of throw two nil Luton Town. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm going to go Luton and I'm going to I'm going to play the Kenilworth Road card again, Graham. It's such an advantage for them playing down there, that tight little stadium, and the fans really get behind. And Nathan Jones gets them going two one to to Luton. I mean, the two teams who used to play on plastic as well, Luton Preston, uh, yeah. Millwall versus Coventry. At um, the, at the then, Millwall, who started, you know, started really well at, at Stoke, Craig, but then they got um, they they'll moan about the referee. I know, I know there was some decisions that got went against them at Sheffield United, so I don't hold that against Millwall uh, against the Coventry team who 
playing obviously that you suggested this Greg as well didn't you about the about the home surface you did mention this yeah. on the pod last week or the week before about the about the Commonwealth Games but yeah. you know I said last week's game postponed I don't understand why that still couldn't have been switched to a, lo- a more local venue Craig there was West Brom weren't playing there's a few Midlands venues or yeah. even reverse the fixture I, 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 think, I, think, I, I think it was I, so late in the day Graham. yeah I think the issue was when Coventry actually were given access to the stadium that was when they discovered the, the state of the pitch. That was only the day before the game. You said, yeah, so, and, and I know that, but the football league should have been aware that because you saw it on the team, you didn't, because you, you knew the issue, Craig. Having what just watched it on telly, you you, you didn't inspect the pitch, did you? You, no, you, no, you, you, you saw you saw the condition of it before. But anyway, by the by, commentary have to catch up on that another day. Um, I, I think Millwall will have a little too much from here because they are playing really well, Millwall. Two one Coventry, two one Millwall. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to think Millwall because we'll go at Coventry. I think again, Graham, it, it, it allows Coventry to to play in the transition, which they're really good at. With Victor Guy Carries, who's one of our favourites, isn't he? Uh, in the in the Championship, mm-hmm. um, obviously they had that that horrific result in the Cup uh, midweek Coventry, uh, so they'll they revert back to their league team. Um, I'm going to think to me a one-all draw. Millwall typically, Cov come back, quickly Kai Karras, not dissimilar to the, the Coventry Sunderland game a couple of weeks back. Oh, well, I'm, I'm not sure some of the Coventry fans are wanting to score given his recent links to Everton, but we'll see how he goes before the end of the window. Rotherham entertaining Reading, Craig in South Yorkshire. Rotherham, we've only seen Rotherham once, obviously, because that postponement, yeah. we saw them yeah. get, get the draw with Swansea against the Reading team who... They did well last week, Craig, to come back as yep. they did under Paulins. Yep. This is a six, and you're this, is, this, this is, is this is this is this is, a, this is a six pointer as well, Craig. It really it is. is. Um, I think Rotherham, what, what, I, I think Rotherham get a draw here. I'm not impressed by Rotherham. Um, you know, what, Craig, as I say, I, why, why team, why do teams bother making like, like, we'll come on to Peterborough again, but why make the effort to come up if you're not going to really go for it? And it's, what, it's difficult, Craig, because they're not going to. No, I'm going to, I'm going to, because I. Because I disapprove of the way Rotherham do it so much. Two one Reading. Yeah, I, th- I think it's a must win game for for Rotherham. Graham, I, I genuinely, when the fixture computer they spat this out, they looked at it. Paul Warren looked at it and gone right. We there are going to be certain games that we need to win if we're going to stay in this division, right? Or have any chance of staying in this division. And this will have been one of them. And people say they don't do this. I know for a fact that they do. They constantly look at fixtures and go right. These are ones where. A points uh, or a win is a bonus. These are ones what we must win. These are ones that we must not lose, etc. That, that's what happens in in boardrooms and in, in coaching offices up and down the country. There's no doubt about it. Um, and I think we're going to win this game one nil, one nil to one. On to Sunderland versus QPR. Sunderland have made a sterling start to the new season. Craig, um, they have um, Bristol City again. No, Craig. We said to Bristol City, they'll score goals, but it's that defence of Bristol yeah, City. No, and we'll come, come we'll, we'll, we'll come on to them in a minute. They obviously haven't addressed it, so uh, we'll come on to them in a minute. Against the QPR team, Craig, who we saw got a wonderful win over our Middlesbrough. Yep. They, they, they picked out Middlesbrough's weaknesses, Craig. Um, it, the main one being Anthony De- Anthony Dexdale, who was atrocious. and Backed up by the fact that he was hooked at half-time. Shows you how bad he was. But then again, Craig, at the same time, Chris Wilder went into this game with with 
Paddy McNair and Dale Fry on the bench. Middlesbrough are not good enough to have the best two defenders on the bench. They're not good enough. And so that I think I think that Middlesbrough defeat was down to Chris Wilder personally. I think QPR continue their fine form here, Craig. I think Michael Beale is a very clever manager, as he's shown, and they'll win the here 2-1. You know, I, I, I fancy some run that one, Graham. I, I told you I was at that country game a couple of weeks back and there were 40 plus, 40 plus thousand Sunderland fans, and they came flying out of the traps. Like I said, in the last 20 minutes, they run out of energy. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm just that Sunderland are going to win this 2-1, uh, and, and their home fans playing a, a massive part of this. They've surprised me in how well they've adjusted to the championship. I didn't think they had lots of championship-level players, or certainly lots of championship-experienced players. Uh, but I fancy them here, 2-1 Sunderland. Yeah, I, um, I see what you're saying, but I think QPR are the best team they've played, and they'll take them out. I'm really impressed Correct. by Mike. I'm really impressed by Michael Bill so far. But it takes on to the aforementioned Bristol City traveling to Wigan Craig. Uh, Wigan have done um, a very good job as well so far. Um, two draws against Norwich um, and Preston. Nothing wrong with that at all, Craig. Yeah. Um, going to Norwich and, and winning that point, you know, great goal yeah. they scored yeah. there. Yeah. Fair play to them. A Bristol City team who I think um, might be getting some menu back this weekend. But, you know, Bristol City, they've had all summer to to sort this defence out, Craig. And what a woeful performance that was at home to Sunderland. It, it was terrible. It was terrible. Yeah. Sunderland, Sunderland, I say Sunderland are a good team, but not a great team. And for that reason, I think we're going to win here, Greg. I think we're going to win 2-1. I, I think it's going to be another draw. Uh, and another point on the board for Wigan. Um, a good away point for Bristol City. One-all draw, Greg. I, I was going to say, I think Michael Keane will open his account here and dominate the Bristol City defence. With, yeah, so with James I, McLean supplying the bullets. Yeah, I, fa- I fancy either McLean or, or Keane to score. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that point. Uh, on to Sunday, um, not on TV. Middlesbrough, Sheffield had been moved, um, for Commonwealth Games, cup of stuff, um, whatever, the, whatever is the situation. But yeah, Middlesbrough host Sheffield, Chris, Chris Wilder's former club. Uh, Middlesbrough have not had a good start to the season, Craig, in terms of results. They managed to get Matthew Hoppe, one of my personal favourites, over the line this week, Craig. Yeah, I like him. Um, I can't believe that we've signed a player who, less than two years ago, I was watching score a Bundesliga hat trick for Schalke. He was 19 um, when he thought. Was it 18, 19? 19, 19 he was, yeah. And Jürgen Klinsmann called him the future. And obviously, his first goal, the first his, goal, the left foot. Yeah, chip. his move to Spain hasn't worked out. And that's the reason Middlesbrough are getting him. If it, if it had worked out, he'd be signed for Man United. But it hasn't, so he's coming to Middlesbrough. And fingers <laughs> crossed. I love and I like, I like I love Marcus Fawes. I, love, I like signing players who, you know, I'm not saying these two are the best two players in the world, but I like him a lot. And I like signing players who I, who I think are my favourites. So I love Fawes. I love Hoppe. Big future ahead for two of them. Will it? Um, I thought Hoppy, I thought Fawz would have started at um, Loftus Road, Craig. He'll start this weekend. I think, I think it's all, Joe, you know what, Craig? This is all on the team that Wilder picks. You know, um, if he picks McNair and Fry, and if he picks Marcus Fawz to start, Middlesbrough will win this game 1 2 1. If he doesn't pick those three players to start, Craig, Chef Knight could win this. Um, so if M3 don't start, 2 1 Chef Knight. If M3 do start, 2 1 Middlesbrough. Yeah, I remember, I remember Middlesbrough's promotion dream was being shattered last, last season at Bramwell Lane, where he went to United and got absolutely bopped all over. Um, Hoppy and Force, I think they're quite similar. Um, oh, I don't think Hoppy, yeah, Hoppy will be on the bench, but I think Force is our best striker. He has to start, Greg, he has to. Yeah, I, I think they're both very similar players. Mm. Um, the, the, the worry we have is we, we don't really have a foil for them. And they, 
the nearest foil to them is probably Matt Crooks, who's a, a midfield player. Oh, to, um, to be fair, shout out to Chubak Pom. He's, he's done well since he came back. Yeah, I like, I like Chubak Pom. Um, listen, Sheffield United are a good team. It's yeah, good yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, and, and just one mention, Craig, there. Um, Sander Berge, who should, who should be the best player in this division, is starting to look like it. Sander Berge, let's, let's have it right. If it wasn't for his injury problems, would be mm. in the Premier League. And keep, I just like, example. to the listeners, keep an eye on Sander Berge. Good chance that he is not a Sheffield United player band in this window because, as we know, Craig, we're not the only people who notice these good performances. There's a few clubs noticing him now again. Yeah. I think it's difficult for Sander with his, with his with his medical record. I think it, it would it would be a, have to be a very creative deal for Sheffield United to get a sizable fee for him, based on his injury record and 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 the future injury record in terms of how he's predicted or projected to 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 play or not play games. Um, I think he's a top 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 talent. Um, you know, there's, there's a generation of Norwegian Sander Berge, Christopher uh, um top some top players. Uh, Martin Odegaard, and then obviously a, a little bit younger than them, we have uh, Erling Haaland, some real top Norwegians. And let's not forget, Sander Berge was tipped uh, along with Arjo Grey before the other two came along to be superstars. Oh they, yeah, they no, I, I was yeah, yeah, I was writing about Sander Berge a long time ago. Yeah, he's a he's a player who yeah, I said transfers related, but um, is he on the is winning side? Is he on, is he is he on the winning oh, side this weekend, Greg? One all draw with Sander Berge being Sheffield United's best player. Chris Basham at the back as well. Graham's a wonderful talent, eh? He just—it's like Benjamin Button. He gets better as he gets older and looks younger as he get old, gets older. Has more energy as he gets older. I really like him. Yes, he he's, he's no Paddy McNair, but he's a good player. But do you think Fry McNair have to start this weekend, Craig? Don't they? I hope. Listen, I hope so, Graham. Particularly, um, uh, no, because the thing Daryl Lennon's ban was midweek, wasn't it? Because the league cups allowed to take in a red card. So, All right, is that I'm not sure on that, but yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but, but, but yeah, be, that that would be a three, Craig Lenahan, Fry, and, and McNair. And there's not, a be better, there's not a better three in the championship than that. I'd, Graham, I'd, I'd be delighted with that back three as a Borough fan, but and, and, then, and then Giles and Jones, either side. Yeah. Obviously, it's, apologies, we're getting a bit into this Middlesbrough thing, but um, it's frustrating to me, Craig, because I think that back five picks itself, and it's frustrating to me, it isn't. Yeah, let's let's, let's wait and see. I think there's a lot of interest in Dale Fry. I hope that Dale Fry is the middle player coming in the transfer windows. Be a real shame to lose him, but uh, let's see, Paul. Um, on to three o'clock game: Blackburn Rovers versus West Bromwich Albion. Uh, a cracking game, this as well. Um, not on Sky either, um, apparently. So Blackburn have started really, really well. Go. They've got more points than any of us thought they would. To be fair to them, yeah. um, but West Brom. West Brom have only got two points, Greg, but it's two very good points they've got. Two, yeah, two, two very good points they've got. And you know, some West Brom fans, Steve Bruce is going. They're 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 going to be in the playoffs without a doubt. And, I, I fancy him to go. I told you, I fancy West yeah. Brom to go. And I, I think Blackburn come down to earth a bit here, and I think West Brom go down, roll them over two 0 Yeah, I think I think two one West Brom. I think Blackburn will approach the game with loads of confidence. That that confidence will, will, will be their undoing as uh, West Brom have more quality than they do. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, and that moves us on to League One, Craig and. Pardon me, I don't have the fixtures to roll down there. Uh, Accrington Stanley, as always, we like to start with as Accrington. Always, yeah, but, yeah, but we won't start with them. We'll start the 12.30 kickoff, which is Bristol Rovers. Bristol. Entertain Oxford, Oxford United, Craig. Good game, this. 
Yeah, yeah, it is. You know, I would I would like to thank Oxford United for their last minute winner last week, which which brought in my three team accumulator, um, <laughs> which I was delighted by. Ninety uh, third minute, I wasn't. I'd have been nervous. I didn't. Really, I didn't see till after the game what happened there. But yeah, it's ninety third minute. Bristol Rovers beat Burton four 0 Yeah, I watched the highlights. Remember, they had that Burton had that man sent off in the opening minute, which was really yeah. really harsh. Um, edge of the box, there was players around. It it seemed like an old fashioned red card, if you know what I mean, Craig. There was there was people. It was it was really harsh. But hey, Bristol the Rovers put them to bed, scored from the resulting free kick, um, and and got the win. It could be a long season for Jimmy down at the um, Pirelli Stadium, yeah. unfortunately. Um, Oxford, yeah, and I just think Bristol Rovers will, will get the home win here, Craig. I think they'll have the fans behind him. Oxford only scraped that win last week. So I'm going to back Joey Barton's team to get a 2-1 win. Um, I'd like to watch them two on the sidelines, Craig. It'll be, a, an, interest, be an interesting face-off between them two. Two managers who think they are the world's best. Two scousers going at it. Nothing nothing better to watch. Uh, one all draw win. Ooh. Um, I can't believe you haven't gone Bristol Rovers though. I'm, I'm, I'm amazed. Accrington Stanley versus Burton here, Craig. Accrington, what you know, they put in a wonderful performance last week. Um, it was the in the um away at Shrewsbury, and we yeah, both we day. both pitched Shrewsbury. They played really it's well. Good. I saw yeah. the highlights. Uh, Joe, if Accrington start getting away results, Craig, they could be in contention here. Um, and and Joe, you know what nothing's going to change this weekend. They're going to bop Burton three 0 one all draw, Burton have got to start getting some results, and I fancy them here. One all. Uh, Cambridge versus Exeter. Cambridge, who are proving problematic for teams, Craig. I, think, I like the way Cambridge yeah. have, have started. The 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 beat Milton Keynes, and I tell you what, they took Oxford all the way. I like what's going on there with Cambridge. Exeter team who took advantage of Port Vale last week, who were horrific. Um, yeah. a massive, massive surprise there. Uh, I think Cambridge get the win here, two one. Yeah. Exeter won seven nil in midweek. Mm-hmm. They won four nil last week, and you're tipping them to lose. Yes, I think Cambridge are a better team. Three nil Exeter. Oh, you are. Oh, okay, we'll we'll tweet that one out because Craig, Craig Craig's obviously. I know he's had one Heineken. I didn't realize realize he'd had ten. Okay, Craig, well, I've, I've, I've got to say right, and this is no joke. The staff at the W here are sensational. During this uh, this recording, they've brought me four pints of Heineken. I've only drank two, by the way, and uh, three little pots of popcorn, and I have eaten every single pot of popcorn. Yeah, well, so well, okay, well, 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 we might have a little pint on this one, then, Craig. Yeah, that's 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 ridiculous. Anyway, uh, Cheltenham versus Portsmouth. Um, interesting one with, with Cheltenham. Portsmouth. I watched the highlights of that game, Craig. It was so disappointing for me last week. They had a real, a real chance yes, to, Lincoln, to, yeah. to, to against Lincoln. Oh, after that chef way then the Cowley brothers must be really pulling the hair out because yeah. there there's a there's a team in there somewhere at Pompey. There, is. there, there, there is. is a team in there somewhere, but they just can't get it out. Cheltenham, who you know, we they lost at Barnsley as we predicted, lost at Peterborough. They need the win here. Oh, I'm gonna go with two one Portsmouth. I am as well, Jim. I, I was listening to you there. I thought you were gonna go Cheltenham. Two one Portsmouth. They they need a win. Um, I agree with it. There is a team in there somewhere. We've got to find some consistency. 2-1. Derby Barnsley. Uh, Derby, who were really poor at Charlton last week, Craig. Really poor. They had so many chances to get something from the game. Barnsley, who got that big win. They were unfortunate at Plymouth. They were maybe fortunate to beat Cheltenham. I think Barnsley will have enough to get a draw here. I don't. I think they'll go for a point and they'll get it. One up. Yes, yeah, 
it's the one it's the one worry I do about this Derby team going is there's not a lot of legs in there. We've signed lots of experienced players who don't have a lot of pace, don't have a lot of energy. Um, I think in League One, you do need pace and certainly need energy. You need to be competitive for 90 minutes. I think Barnsley are probably more suited to League One than Derby are. Um, and I think Liam Rashid's going to have a defeat on his hands. Really. I think Barnsley going to turn up there and win 2-1. Um, Barnsley, Humboldt, Riddles win the Cup as well midweek, as you suggested. 2-1 Barnsley. Ipswich take on Milton Keynes, one of the games of, games of the day here. Milton Keynes have lost the opening too, but wow, they were, they were really unlucky to lose that Sheffield game last week, Greg. They shouldn't have lost that. Yeah. Uh, the referee did them no favours either. It was a very strange result that. Ipswich have started well, Craig, solid. Be a good game, this one. I'm going to yeah. say... I'm, I'm going to say MK get a bit of luck here and get a one-all draw, um, but it's a tough game for them. Yeah, I think MK need to, need to start looking at results. Um, I say that performances have been performances have yeah, been yeah, but Graham, I scratch my own head and give my head up, I give my own head a shake and think we're in win game week three. Like, yeah, they don't, they don't need to start getting wins, but you know what I mean. In, in terms of the performances, they need to turn those good performances into yeah, results. Yeah, what I'm trying is what I'm trying to say. Um, no one needs to start getting results at this stage of the season. Um, Ipswich, I, I wouldn't say that, I, I, I wouldn't say that. Look at my nose. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I, I fancy Ipswich to both game. Ipswich 2-1 here. Lincoln taking on Forest Green. Lincoln, a um, couple of hard-fought draws, Craig. Yeah. Um, this is a relegation six-point. We've had a few already, Craig. I think this is one as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Forest Green lost to Ipswich. They're unlucky, put up a good performance. Lincoln, they've kept Anthony Scully so far, which I think is crucial so to far, them, yeah. Craig. Uh, I think it's another draw for Lincoln. Three draws in a row, one all. Nil, nil. Three draws in a row. Agree with you. Now, this is one of the games of the day here, Craig. Morecambe entertaining local rivals. I know it's not next. Don't get in touch with me. I know it's not next week, too, but it's at, <laughs> it's at Northwest Coast. Morecambe versus Fleetwood. They're on that coast, aren't we? Next to Blackpool. Yeah. Uh, Morecambe, as we know, the Peterborough went all at them like you predicted last week, Craig, and, and, and they battered yeah. them. They didn't finish. They, they got the good draw with shoes last time out. Fleetwood, um, I did see their highlights. They beat someone, uh, Fleetwood, who did they beat? Plymouth, it was. A very late, fortunate win. But hey, a win's a win, Greg, isn't it? You know, um, uh, true, they it, yeah. yeah, they didn't play well, but they got the win. I think Markham get their first win here, Craig, against Fleetwood. I think it's a big cracking game. I'd love to see the attendance here. I bet it's a full house. Yeah, uh, it's good. I, I believe it's still the Museum of State. I'm going to say that. Apologies if it isn't. Uh, be a good game, this one. 2 1 Markham. Great atmosphere. Um, mm, I'm going to suggest one old draw, Graham. I think there's it's not a great deal between and that, that rivalry will will kick in. One old draw. Uh, Plymouth entertaining Peterborough. This talking is, talk, 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 talking, talking of good games here. Yeah. Peterborough, again, you know, they're going for it. They're talking about... And do you know what I really hated, actually? Darren McCantney is has his own pod. I like it. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. But he was talking about Evan Tony this week and about sell on and signings. That's none of your business. You shouldn't be doing that. And I I I, I feel for um, Brentford. Brentford should be telling him to shut his mouth because he shouldn't be talking in a transfer window about one of his players who we benefit <laughs> from going. Sorry, I think he was bang out of order, Craig. I like him as a person. Yeah. I like his ball, but I think he was bang out of order this week. Um, and for that reason, I think his team is going to get beat. I think Plymouth are a clever team. Stephen Schumacher, he knows that. that that's what worries me about Peter Craig. I know they'll score goals in the will. Yeah, but because it, he'd lost 
Yeah, they're a bit like the they're like the Bristol City and they're like the Swansea's of this world. Yeah, they're a good team, but you know what it takes to beat them. Look at Cheltenham scoring two against them on opening day. I think Plymouth will beat them two 0 they're not going to get beat because of Darren McCartney doing a podcast. <laughs> no, I, I, no, but I'm, it's, it's my opinion. No, but you said they're going to get beat because of that. No, 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 not, not, not because of that. At all. I think because, <laughs> I, because of what you say, Greg, I think they will go at it. But, like Peter, Peter, to, to their credit, Grant McCann, he's not going to go to any team in this division except a point. No, so, and for, that, for that reason, I think Stephen Schumacher will have their number in this game. Yes, I, 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 think, I think Plymouth will go up at Peach, but knowing that they're defensively weak, I think this game's going to be a cracker grip. Um, I'm suggesting it'll be a three-all draw in, in an absolute... Mm-hmm. No, I'm going to go three-two Peterborough. What do, you, Ed, do you think Ronnie Edwards will be leaving before the end of the window, the Peterborough centre-half, who a lot of people like? Uh, a bit of a Rolls-Royce, Rolls- he, he listen, likes to intercept. Listen, Graham, going back to that Darren McCartney podcast, Darren McCartney's been trying to sell him for two seasons. He calls him, he's, he's nicknamed him Training Ground. As he says, he's going to buy him a new training ground when he sells yeah. him. That's, yeah. Such yeah. is the fake. I, I, I don't think he will go this uh, transfer window. I think he might go in the summer for a sizable chunk if people get promoted and if he has a good season. So his last thing, he, he didn't massively impress last season, did he? Which was a bit of a no, concern. He didn't. No, he didn't. Listen, but, but he played in a team game. Yeah, that to didn't be fair. No, yeah, to be fair, it would have been for, for any set of half in that paper team, it would have been tough. Uh, but Bob... that paper team is a nightmare. Ah, I don't know about it, he really is Northern Irish Bobby Moore, so we'll see. Uh, on to Parkville versus Bolton. Parkville, okay. who had interesting, interesting, but um, Bolton, who were my call for dark horses yeah. in this division, yeah. Craig. Um, um, I wish I'd put some money where my mouth was because I've got a good odds on them. Uh, Bolton are going to win this, Craig. I think they're showing some excellent, excellent they form. And, and and I think once they get ahead of steam, they'll get a full uh, University of Bolton stadium. I think it's one, I think I'm correct in saying that. They'll get the fans behind them. They smashed Wickham last week. 2 0 Bolton. 3 0 Bolton. All Bolton. Sheffield Wednesday entertaining Charlton at Hillsborough. Craig, Sheffield Wednesday. Who, hey, it was a it was a fortunate win, but they were in it. They played well. Um, coming off that um draw with Pompey, Sheffield Wednesday yeah. starting to flex the muscles, which they need to do in this division. Craig, a Charlton team who were, I think they were a bit fortunate to beat Derby last week, but again, you got to take the points when you can. But Sheffield Wednesday, will skill Charlton here. I think three one Sheffield. Yeah, me, me and my little boy, Graham, uh, watched the Shiver Wednesday versus Sunderland game last night. Um, on what the did, what, what, why were you punishing him? What did him wrong? No, no, listen, like he said, Dad, we watched the game, it was late here, so we, we were in bed. It was like 10.45pm local time when that game kicked off. So he said, can we watch it? I said, we'll watch the first half, right? And he, he became really partisan Middlesbrough. So every Sheffield Wednesday tackle, every Sheffield Wednesday shot, he was cheering on, uh, and I, I couldn't have been more proud of him. So that was that was good to watch. Uh, Sheffield Wednesday played really well and, and deserved the win. The first goal in that game was sensational. Um, I think Sheffield Wednesday got far too much. One thing that I really did like about that game, Graham, beforehand, um, Mark Chapman interviewed Darren Moore, and Darren Moore came across so well. They asked him how he got over the disappointment last season and the playoff defeat to Sunderland. Um, and he responded by saying he was back in work within four days. I was going to say, what did what you say about keeping his job? That was a, a massive. Yeah, but, but, but Graham, what, what he said was, I was back in back in work after mm-hmm. four days, um, and, and just you know focused on rebuilding the squad, 
uh, re-energising the squad. You can see he's had a different, thing, different mentality. He's, he's done where he's brought in the Smiths this world and, and they've made yeah. good signings, which is what you need to do. They've made, they've made really good signings, Graham. Lots of free agents, really good signings. Uh, I really like Darren. He's a really good, decent human being and I wish him well. Uh, and I, I believe that he can lead this year Wednesday to promotion. I hope he can. He's a good man. Uh, like I agree with you. They're, they're going to score Charlton too. Wickham entertaining Shrewsbury. Wickham, do you know who Wickham signed today, Craig? Go on. Alfie Mawson is signed for Wickham. Wow. The 28-year-old centre-half just left Fulham. What a signing what? that. What an amazing signing for Wickham. That I'm, is. I'm not Craig, I'm just Fulham pay for him. 10 million? 12 some, million? Yeah, something like that, yeah. Amazing signing for Wickham. Uh, that signing could get them promoted. Wow. That signing could get them promoted. Uh, and Shrewsbury, poor last week, 4-0 Wickham. Yeah, Grim, I think, I think Wickham after their tonking last week will want to really dish out a good home, a home win. 3-0 Wickham, rock and roll football's back. On to League Two, Craig. Obviously, a division yeah. that um, I'm happy to look at because... Me too. My, my predictions are coming in great here. Um, let's start with AFC Wimbledon versus Doncaster Rovers, Craig. Doncaster, who came from behind a miraculous win. I saw the highlights where Adam Clayton pulled the It was a bit of a fortunate one, I've got to admit. I think Donnie were a little bit lucky there, Um, it has to be said. Wimbledon, they'll be disappointed they didn't take more from Hartlepool. That was a poor game, Matt. There wasn't much created in that. Yeah. I think I think Wimbledon, I think, I think this... Their stadium, it was a bit of a fortress in League One, not enough, but in League yeah. Two it will be. And Donny haven't impressed me so far. So um of all the grinding out results, I think Wimbledon I just won two one. Yeah, two 0 Wimbledon I fancy. I think I, I think Donny for a season of struggle. Uh Wimbledon will be challenging at the other end of the table. On to interesting one now, Bradford entertaining Newport County. Bradford, who didn't get anything from Barrow. I predicted Brad Barrow would get something last week. Yeah, you did. Obviously, Craig predicted. Um, and I'll tell you what, what's the highlight of that? Barrow battered them. Barrow, there was nothing fluky about that result. I watched it, Craig, and amazing, amazing result, really. Um, against the Newport team, who came up short um, against Walsall, but a little bit unlucky, Craig. They did play quite well, Newport. I think Newport get a draw here, Craig, 1-0. Um, I'm, I've got to disagree with all, all kinds of things. I, I don't think that Barrow battered them. Uh, Bradford dominated the ball, but Bradford had lots of chances. I agree with you. Uh, lots of speculative chances, don't agree, and lots of shots from outside the box. Didn't create an awful lot. Uh, and Bradford had 2 2. Should have, should have, when, when you equalise in the 90th minute, you've got, you've got to take a point, eh? I think it was schoolboy defending from them to, to, to lose that game. Um, exactly. So but, how that's yeah. why I don't think they'll keep a clean sheet. Well, they were very good against Hull in midweek. Uh, limited Hull to very few chances. But I, I, actually, I can't touch. Can't quickly touch on the Carabao Cup. The yeah. I think the, the football league need to do something about this. You can't have Make teams sure. making ten. Sure. I think it's got to be. They've got to limit the changes to five because those midweek. There was quite, and it wasn't just. It was all league from leagues, championship down to league two. They're all making up to ten changes. You can't have it. I just, I just it makes a mockery of that first round. Grim, the, the, the Carabao Cup right is becoming a bit of a joke until the late stages when yeah. teams think they've got a chance of winning it. It's becoming embarrassing. It's becoming an embarrassment for English football, right? and it never has been. The League Cup's always been a celebrated cup, right? It's been something to be very, very proud of. I think we, we've got a lot of managers that don't understand our history or heritage in, in terms of the importance of, of that cup. Who are 
diminishing its 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 importance. We saw our own Middlesbrough make a, a an absolute raft of changes to lose to Barnsley. We saw Hull City make a raft of changes. And with all due respect to teams like Hull City and Middlesbrough, they shouldn't be making those 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 kind of changes. Should respect the heritage of the cup. That's my that's my personal yeah, opinion. Yeah, you need to agree because like because it's hard getting some embarrassing results and. You know, I didn't look at all the teams, but there was from from the games I heard and listened on the radio. There must have been every team was making at least six changes. Every team, yeah, yeah, and um, it, it it does. Which is which I think I would allow five. I would I'd allow five, Craig. That'd be my limit. Uh, listen, I, I just think you play the strongest team. That that, that just makes. I think momentum in football can count for so much. I think it's a good time to bring people in, but I do like what the Arsenal used to do about five. I think five's fair. Yeah, yeah, but. It disappoints me. We'll talk about this, we'll talk about this yeah, maybe in yeah. the next in more detail. Uh, I think this is a, a must-win game for Bradford. Graham. Three three games, three games in, league games in. Mm-hmm. The, they, they are my favourites to get promoted. They've got to start showing it. Uh, Andy Cook on the score sheet in midweek. I expect him to start at the weekend. I like big Andy Cook. Uh, big Geordie strike. I'm saying Geordie from Bishop Auckland. They'll get away with calling him a Geordie. Probably no, not. More than no, no. Big big County Durham striker. Uh, I, like, I like Andy Cook. Um... I fancy you get the score sheet the weekend. 2 0 to Bradford in a must win game, of Bradford. Definitely. On to Carlisle versus Swindon at, at Carlisle, this one. Yeah. Swindon, who um, did get the result again, what I predicted. I think that I said they'd take a draw off Salford, which they did, yeah. um, which was a must. They need to stay the ship there after that one. Carlisle went out to Colchester, fair play to them, and got a point. Paul Simpson's yeah. clearly got a confidence here. Yeah. I think they'll be too good for Swindon. Um, two nil, Carlisle. Yeah, I agree. I think I think the the, the travel for uh, for Swindon also comes into this two nil, Carlisle. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Um, on to Harrogate, uh, entertaining Crawley, um, beat Swindon. Who I think I flattered Harrogate a little bit. They got absolutely schooled by Crew last week. Um, crew who's fair play are looking quite strong, Greg. I do like what's yeah. going on there. Yeah, um, against a Crawley team who played really, I saw the highlights of that. They lost a little in Orient, Craig, but they played really. Kevin, some of the football that that team played was so impressive. Honestly, I don't know if you said you wouldn't have seen the highlights, Craig. It was really impressive, but what Kevin Betsy's doing there, I think Crawley will win this 2 0. I'm seeing how we get benefited out by being at home and to take a point, one old problem. Leighton Orient versus Mansfield. Good game, good this game. one, Craig. Uh, Two teams who we both expect to be in the playoffs. Mansfield getting the better try. Again, as I said, I wish we'd keep the record here, Craig, because my League 2 from last week would have decimated your predictions. I, think, I don't think you got a single one right last week. Anyway, Leighton Orient doing well, as we both predicted at the start of the season. Uh, good win over Crawley. It was a good good game as well. But they'll be far too strong for Mansfield, I think, Craig. Leighton Orient home, 2-0, I think. Yeah, I, th- I think Orient get the result here. Two one to to Orient win. Uh, Northampton Town it's in Hartlepool. Hartlepool have got battered in midweek, Craig, as yeah. we know, but they've had an indifferent start to the season. And you know, like, just just be patient, Hartlepool. Don't do anything stupid, um, which we know you're very well capable of doing. Don't do anything stupid here. Um, especially after this game, which I think they're going to lose. I think Northampton will win two, but Northampton are a good team at this level. But yeah. I, do you know what I mean? I just. Please don't, Hartlepool, don't do anything stupid. You've got a good manager, stick with him. Yeah, they've got, they've got even time to build his... Exactly, correct. Build his, exactly. Yeah, to, to, build, to build, you know, they've, they've recruited a lot of a lot of non-league players, a lot of Scottish players. Callum Cook's no doubt their best signing uh, at this level. 
Uh, but they need time. Um, I think Northampton will win this comfortably game. Three 0 Northampton. Rochdale versus Grimsby Town. Craig Rochdale, who I predicted. Oh, my God, my 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 predictions from last week in this division were amazing. By the way, um, Rochdale Grimsby. Rochdale really need this, Craig. This is um, two teams yeah. who I think may be battling at the wrong end of the table here. Um, I'm going to say Rochdale two one, but big close game. Mm, yeah, I, I fancy Rochdale to get results. So. My mate Ian Henson will get on the score sheet. Two one Rochdale. Solf, this is a cracking local derby here, Chris. Yes, Salford taking on Crew Alexandra. Salford held last week, as one of us predicted, taking on. Um, a crew team who we didn't. I didn't predict crew last week. I must admit, I predicted draw. I'm sure I predicted draw for that one. I may have took a home win, but anyway, crew have been probably one of the most impressive teams in the division so far. Craig, ooh, hey, my, my, I backed crew to beat Harrogate last week all day long. So that's, that's... I think actually I've been at home. I think we both did to be there because we don't. We both don't rate Harrogate. So, um, this is a good game. This one, Craig. I think crew will take a good follow. This will be a good atmosphere as well. Oh. I haven't been too impressed by Salford so far. I'm going to say 2-1 crew here, Craig. I think crew are showing enough. Um, they were very impressive when I saw the highlights last week. I'm going to say 2-1 crew. I was leaning towards 2-1 crew. Because you've gone with that, I'm going to go one all instead. Yeah, big, I said, big game this one. Stockport versus Colchester. Colchester, you know, I, I worry a little bit for them, Craig. You know, Carlisle at home. You got to take advantage yeah. of that traveling. You got to beat teams like that. Yeah, yeah. If you are yeah, Col- yeah. if you are Colchester, they're doing the reverse and coming to the northwest, um, back up the country. It's a Stockport team who Craig. Wow, um, I'm not sure anyone thought they would lose the opening two games, Craig. Really? Yeah, um, I did. Okay. Oh, I think you did predict their defeat last week, actually, to Stephen. You did. I'll give you that. You did predict that one. Although they threw it away, Craig. They were, I saw the highlights for this. They won the look, Craig, and they threw that game away, which must the child be infuriated. You're almost getting a, something down at Stevenage. I think Stockport have to win this, Craig. I think they will. I'll give them a benefit out 2 0. Mm, one old draw, Graham. I'm not, not impressed with Stockport's recruitment at all. Um, Sutton entertaining Barrow. Um, Barrow, wow. Um, what, what an amazing start, Craig. Beating Stockport, yeah. beating yeah. Bradford. Like, yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Um, against Sutton, who were your favourite? You I think, I think you, 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 you've, jumped, you've jumped off the Sutton bandwagon a bit, haven't you? Craig? No, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm jumping back on it this weekend. But how did how did they get in against Blackpool in midweek in the Cup? Do you know? Barrow, did, did the win lose draw? Um, I'm not sure. You do Sutton Barrow and I'll find out for you. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. I, I, I'm jumping back on the, the Sutton bandwagon back to Gander Green Lane. Wow, he even, he even remembers the name of the ground now. That is some good. Yeah, come on. 2-0 two, two to Sutton. Yeah, it's it, it's a long trip. Barrow beat Blackpool on penalties after a nil-nil. Yeah. Wow, That's I didn't realise that. Barrow getting something here, Craig. How can they not after the, the undefeated against... I know, Stockport, I know. Bradford and Blackpool. The Blackpool, I know. Two-all draw. To our draw, Barrow. They're, they're, my, they're my new boys. They're, they're, they're my boys in blue. Um, Tranmere versus Gillingham. Um, oh, Tranmere, Craig, guys. I, I, I fear, I fear for Tranmere a little bit. The I thought we did some good business in the summer. They have to win this, Craig. They, they, they surely have, have to. to beat Gillingham. They have to win. 
Um, you know, I, it, yeah, they they have to. I, I can't think of anything else. I, 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 awful form, but Julian Chapman, Chapman have to win this one two 0 But oh, I do, I do worry for them. Yeah, I think it depends on if Josh Hawke starts and Elliot Nevitt start. Um, if they do, Tramie will win. If they don't, they won't. Um, they're, they're the biggest goal threats, uh, in my opinion, uh, along with Kane Hemmings. Um, the Tramie fans will expect to win here, Graham, and that. Oh, just actually, a bit. Tramie in this division, you, and yeah. they expect to win there most weeks, and they should be. But that that creates a sense of of pressure, doesn't it, Graham? Yeah, uh, it does. and that, you know, with, with not winning those open two games. To, to really poor results. Um, yeah, they're going to win this 2-1. 2-1 Trapman. Uh, and then on to my picks for to win the league. Uh, good job one of us is getting these predictions going well, Craig. Well, Saul, Mickey Flynn, <laughs> um, got the win at Newport. So, and can we just first of all condemn those Newport fans? Newport fans who are having a go at Mickey Flynn. After every after everything he's done for that team, what and his family were abused, we believe. But hang your hang your heads hang your heads in shame. Yeah, I, I, honestly, some some football. I understand the rivalry and stuff and, and former managers, but give us a break. Make it, <laughs> honest to God. Anyway, um, entertain Stevenage. What a good game! This will be, this will be another live. I wouldn't mind being um, a fly on the sideline or a camera yeah, operator, what, watching these two. Nothing, no, nothing given here. Walsall playing so well, Craig. Um, and I see. You know, I, I was so impressed by them towards the end of last season. Mickey Flynn, they're probably doing better than I thought. Stevenage will give them a good game. They should have been beating Stevenage by Stockport. They will be beating here at Walsall because, do you know what? There won't be many teams winning at the best, win at the, it's not the best guy anymore. Is it the, the what is I it think, called? Then? I think it's the John, not the John Smith's, is it the Bank Stadium? Yeah, I think it's the Bank Stadium, isn't it? I think it's yeah, the Bank Stadium. Anyway, I'll find out. It's the Banks Stadium, I think. It's the, the local brewery, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, Craig, I'm going to say 2 0 Walsall. The Banks Stadium, it is, Craig. 2 0 win for Walsall, who um, has barely promotion pick and not letting me down. Oh, I'm going my boy, Stevenage. Um, Steve- how many pints have you had? You're going Stevenage to win at Walsall. You should, yeah. I tell you what, you should, you should put, <laughs> Great, put, listen. put 100 quid on Stevenage next to me, and you could, you could stay in Dubai for another month. Listen, listen. I've put I've had two pints. I've got two pints lined up here. I've eaten all my popcorn. I'm gonna drink these after I've given this prediction. Two one, Stevenage. Okay, well, to be fair, yeah, hey, you, you can't you can't be any worse than you did last week, can you, mate? Um, <laughs> so yeah, so Craig's Craig will be back back in England, sunny England next week. Um, but thank you for joining us, Craig, from abroad. You've done a sterling job for the last two weeks, so thank you for that. Um, and yeah, that's our predictions this week. Every game covered, the only podcast to do so. And yeah, um, we'll be back next week to talk a few more transfers. And sorry if it's a bit manu biased to start the show, Craig, but I think manu might yeah. continue dominating our transfer headlines, I think so. don't you? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, just a huge credit to the Wi Fi in the Maldives and in Dubai. Um, real good connection and it, it, it lasted us out so fair play uh, have a great weekend Grim. have a great weekend guys cheers guys <laughs>